This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Taz and the Moose, coast to coast, pillar to post, on CBS Sports Radio. So Wednesday morning, Taz the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike Pete, thank you across the way. Bogus with your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. We go 6 Pacific here on this Wednesday morning. Welcome aboard Sirius and XM 206, the app as well. Thank all of our affiliates across the country. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, buddy? Uh, good, Moose. Good, good. Hope you're doing good. Uh, looking forward to another excellent show we're about to bring out to the world. Here. Yeah, the Birdman, Ian Eagle, is going to join us. Uh, CBS, Nets, play-by-play man, uh, great voice, great guy. He's going to join us uh, in about uh, two and a half hours from now. Uh, to wrap up the program at 8.40 a.m. Eastern Time. So look forward to uh, that conversation. And, you know, it's going to be, that's where we'll lead with is the association as uh, still uh, yet another day has come and gone um, and still no decision from Kawhi Leonard. Uh, The reports, Mark Stein, New York Times, formerly of ESPN, um, he, uh, you know, he had a report saying that the, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, based on, the recruiting efforts of both Magic Johnson and LeBron James that the Lakers feel like they are firmly uh, in the lead uh, to get Kawhi Leonard to put his name on a document and that he'll be a Laker next season. Uh, we'll see if that is indeed the case. Kendrick Perkins added a little bit of flavor to it, saying that there's nobody right now that is in the lead. It seems like the Kawhi Leonard, not seems, they are a very, very mum in terms of uh, what exactly Kawhi is thinking. And everyone seems to change their opinion, those that – are in the know that are close to Leonard uh, on a day-in, day-out basis, hour-to-hour, about who exactly, whether it be the Clippers, the Raptors, the Lakers. We know those are the three teams that are in the finals here uh, to try and get the services of the reigning NBA Finals MVP. Yeah, um, I'm surprised. I thought, I was saying it yesterday, Moose, I I thought that that he, Kawhi, would have made a decision and we would have found out where he was going yesterday. I guess not. Uh, You might have said today, right? You thought maybe today? I saw it by the end of the week. Yeah, yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, maybe it won't be, you know, it probably would be by the end of the week. Maybe after July 4th, who knows? I mean, that would be the end of the week. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting. It, the whole thing is interesting because I started thinking, like, well, who, you know, who actually has what team out of the Lakers, out of the Raptors, you know, um, uh, out of the Clippers, who has, you know, in this waiting game, who has the most to lose, like, if he doesn't go to said team? You know, like, so if he leaves, he, there's going to be a hole like so, if you're the Raptors, obviously he leaves. That's a big hole that you yeah, got to no try doubt, to fill. Yeah. That's a tough hole to fill. Yeah, you know what? And if he, you know, if you're the Lakers, you're confident, you're cocky, cocky enough that you think he's coming. So you got AD, you got obviously LeBron James, and you know, and and you think, all right, this is the the final piece to the puzzle. 
And then if he doesn't land there, well, a lot of these other better players in the free agency are Gonski. So then what do you do? And if you're the Clippers, they, they need some help. So that's a that's a big hole that they don't have to fill, but it's a hole they thought they would fill. So that's what I start thinking. Like where what, if wherever this guy doesn't go, whatever he doesn't decide, that that that's 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 going to be a problem for these teams to. Figure that out because a lot of the better players already landed at different spots. Well, right. Uh, you know, I, I think it's the Raptors because they had them. Right. Um, oh, yeah. No, I agree. The reigning yeah. NBA champions. Uh, the Lakers have got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. The Clippers have got a, a young core. Doc Rivers did a hell of a job of coaching that team a year ago. Uh, certainly, they went in thinking that they're going to get Kawhi Leonard. I'm not saying they wouldn't be disappointed. They certainly would be. Uh, but. Uh, all in all, I, I think it's the Raptors because they go from you know one of the favorites then to repeat as NBA champions, then to kind of uh, you know not an also ran, but you know a playoff contender in the Eastern Conference. But by no stretch of the imagination would they be a championship contender without Kawhi Leonard on that roster. That is right. uh, the significant difference. So I think it's the Raptors because they had a taste right. of Kawhi. Uh, the other two have not. Right, and at least for the Ra- and you're right, I agree with you. But at least with the Raptors. You know, they did win a championship at least. So at least if he does leave and he goes to yeah, the Lakers, true. at least they got a championship, which is a big deal. Um, but now I'll ask you a question. If it's, let's say, he doesn't land where a lot of people think with the Lakers, okay, would you still look at them as a championship favorite? You know, because they got uh, LeBron and I would, Davis. I mean, no, I, because I, I, I mean, I understand why. I mean, because it's Davis and LeBron James, but... Um, I got to see exactly. There's not, and then you get Kyle Kuzma. Then there's not going to be all that much left, right? Um, you know, maybe uh, you know, maybe a Danny Green ends up in a Laker uniform. J.R. Smith, maybe they bring Rajon Rondo back on a one-year deal. Uh, they brought him in a year ago. There's not going to be those complimentary pieces out there in Los Angeles, but they're going to have the big two, and they're the favorite because I mean they're the most dynamic twosome. That is in the NBA, but there's not a lot of depth there. That's the problem right, that right. they have. Um, but you got to see how creative then they do get in order to add those secondary and third pieces to that Laker roster in order to try and get some shooters on that team besides Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're right. The, the Lakers lack depth, and the other team in Los Angeles might have less depth, and that's the yeah. Clippers, <laughs> right? So, yeah, but they're in a much different situation. I mean, you know, I I don't know. I don't I don't look at them as the window. You know, the the Lakers window is, is now. I mean, they've got an older LeBron James who's played a lot of basketball. Right. As Ian Thompson mentioned, you know, he plays this entire year, regular amount of minutes, he'll be, you know, the third most player with the most, uh, you know, third player ever with the most amount of minutes uh, played in the NBA, in the history of the NBA. Think about that. Wow, I crazy. mean, that's yeah. that's a it's a lot of wear and tear on on a great athlete's body that does eventually take a toll on their body. He's had a lot of playoff runs. Yeah. He's played deep into the NBA playoffs. He had that streak of going to consecutive NBA final stats. So, um, I look at the Lakers, their window, you know, for the Clippers, you know, they're trying to get themselves back to relevancy. And with Jerry West now playing a role and you've got Doc Rivers coaching the team, they've got some young pieces that you do like out there in Los Angeles from a Clipper perspective, but they're looking to try and open up that championship window. The Laker window, um, you know, is, is half open and it closes each and every day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I, and you know, I mean, I guess some people maybe are getting impatient and they're kind of getting a little bit like, all right, what's the deal, Kawhi? Make a decision, see what the hell's going on here already. I, you know, it's a massive decision. In my opinion, I have no problem how long the guy takes to figure out what he's going to do here. It's a big deal. I mean, he's leaving a place, potentially leaving a place in Toronto 
where you know, like we pointed out, you know, he, he he's he's the king of kings there in that country. So you know, and, and they're young, um, young basketball players, boys and maybe girls that 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 look at him as a big role model, and he's he's a, he's a national hero within their country. So, um, you know, it's a tough decision. He's built probably a big a great bond with the guys on the Raptors and. What the hell? I mean, they go and win a championship. That's a pretty big deal. You build a lot of bonds there, you know, over time, over that long season, into the postseason too. So, you know, it, to me, it's a huge decision. So, to me, I, I don't think he needs to rush to make his decision, even though us as a fan base and media and whatnot want this to happen right away so we can sink our teeth into it. But, you know what? It's a huge decision, Moose. I mean, he's going to, you know, however long it takes him, it takes him. Yeah, I mean, to an extent. I mean, it, you know, you do have to have some sort of a feel of where you want to go. I mean, then you have to, you know, pull the trigger. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I, it, it's just a little bit different. I mean, you look at, I mean, Kevin Durant made his decision to leave Oklahoma City for Golden State. I think it was on the 4th of July uh, that that decision came down. But he also had meetings out in the Hamptons where every team went to the, you know, the uh, mansion that he was uh, that he was um, renting out as. And uh, and pleaded and pitched their their team to him, and then he made his decision on July fourth. Le- last time LeBron left Miami for Cleveland, I think his decision came down on July the seventh. Uh, I believe that came out with that you know note to Sports Illustrated, but also that was a different scenario too because he had to be comfortable going back to Cleveland, and he had some major issues that he had to resolve with Dan Gilbert, then the owner of the and still now recovering from a stroke, but the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, you know, they had a meet. They met, you know, off an airplane. You know, they were people were tracking the airplane, and there was a lot of kind of, you know, you knew it was Miami or Cleveland, Cleveland or Miami. I mean, you, you should have an idea by the end of this week. I mean, you know what the pitch is from Toronto You've heard the pitches, obviously, from Los Angeles, both teams, the Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers. It, it is a difficult decision, but when does it hit you? Do you wake up one morning and all of a sudden it hits you over the head like a ton of bricks, so this is where I want to go? I mean, there's got to be a lean that Kawhi Leonard is feeling on this Wednesday. I'd be surprised if there's not, no? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would think. Yeah, I mean the way you laid it out, I, I don't disagree with with everything you're saying, but I, it's it, like I said, it's a tough decision. So I mean, he knows his options, and, and it probably is a thing too, Moose, where it's like, okay, where I decide what I'm going to do here, uh, this could be potentially where I end up, you know, retiring. You know, where I I want to finish my career, you know, stay the rest of my run here. What said team, whatever that is, you know, the Lakers, the Clippers, or, or sure. the Raptors, you know. So that that in itself is a big decision, you know. So. He's got to look into the future, obviously, with this. And, and you know, he's going to make a ton of money no matter where he goes. He knows that. He's earned that. But so I just think it's about who he wants to play with, too. And because and th- th- there's three different scenarios, you know. So so I could see why um, it's a tough decision. And, and yeah, of course, yeah, you're right. Eventually, you got you to make a decision. I'm not I, saying he's got to go all the way to friggin' November. Yeah, no, no, you know? I, I get. No, no, I'm not saying you are. But yeah. I mean, you know, I, we talked about before free agency started and we, we broached the topic. Do you think, uh, you know, Kawhi has a, a lean of well, where he wants to end up? And I, I, I think we both answer that question probably yes. I mean, and then you get here, we're sitting here on Wednesday morning. NBA free agency got going at, at Sunday night at, at 6 o'clock Eastern time. 
and we've had the back and forth nature where the Lakers are walking around, you know, proud as a peacock and very cocky that they're going to end up with Kawhi Leonard. Yet no decision comes down. Listen, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I'd be surprised if this lasted, you know, through the weekend. I mean, I'd, I'd be surprised if, you know, Kawhi Leonard it takes him, you know, seven, eight days. He's had a lot of time after the NBA Finals to think about it. He knew, you know, even leading into free agency, who the major players were. He knew, I mean, it's not a surprise looking at the Lakers, not a surprise looking at the Clippers, not a surprise looking at the Toronto Raptors. You know, he's had quite some time here. If his dream is to play in Los Angeles, and that is what everyone wants to tell you, then then the decision is, you know, I mean, it should be pretty forthright. If he's getting pulled at the heartstrings to go back to Toronto, and he could also look at it as to where, you know, he signs a short-term deal with the Raptors and hits free agency again in a couple of years and then goes to play in Los Angeles with the Lakers. Yeah, that's I mean, true. You, you know, there's that, that, yeah. there's that yeah. possibility as well. And see how um, things shake out with the Lakers, with Anthony Davis, and, Lebr- and whatever LeBron's doing by that. Right. Yeah, if yeah. he wants to try and defend that's his true. NBA championship, uh, you know, I mean, tell me the great player that's left an NBA champion to go play for another organization in the next offseason. I mean, that, that yeah. list is, is not all that long. I don't even – I can't even remember one, to be honest with you. Right. right. Uh a player of the significance of a Kawhi Leonard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he's going to take all of his time, and, you know, the Lakers are are hopeful that it's going to be them, and I'm sure the Toronto Raptors are, are certainly hopeful it's going to be them, as are the Los Angeles Clippers, as nobody's been eliminated as of yet. Yeah, I'm, you know, I wonder too most how, like Kawhi, how, how it's going to be announced. Will it be the team that does it? Will he do it? I mean, I don't think he, I don't think Kawhi is a big social media. I don't follow any of his socials. I mean, is he a big social media guy? No, he's no. I think he's only had five tweets. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, sure? I don't think. Yeah, that's I'm tremendous. Being serious. Wow, I, I only think he's I didn't know that. Five. Yeah, just for that, I kind of want to follow him. Yeah, um, no, but um, um, wow. So there you go. So I, I would assume I think that the it number be... is very low. I think it's <clears> under <throat> double digits. Yeah. So then I strongly doubt it'll be on his social media, right? That he's going to announce it. So I guess maybe he'll that uh, whatever team it is, they'll do it or he'll do something press conference, I don't know, maybe he'll do something. I mean, he's not really, like we've said a bunch of times, he's not really a public uh, a public speaker, per se. He's not really into all that. We saw after a lot of these postseason games with the Raptors, put a camera mic in this guy's face and kind of feel bad. He just he seems uncomfortable. It's just He just wants to go out there and play, you know? So we'll see how he announces it. I, I mean, how do you think he's going to do it? Is he going to be a team, like question, a press conference um, or something? No, I mean, I think, um, how do I think he does it? Uh, probably is he, you know, he... I don't think he'll tweet it out. Um, I think probably it'll be his team will leak it out to somebody. Uh, then, then the word will get. Then the word will get out there. I don't. You know, they'll have the press conference, I'm sure, to introduce him. Um, but that's after the announcement's been made. I don't. You know, and they are. You know that that group is, keeps everything in house. They're very, very tight with their information, right. tight lipped with the information task. But I don't even think they could keep that one. You know, um, you know, and keep that one close to the vest to where they could have the team announce it via press conference or anything of the like. I think it'll get leaked to you know Woj or or one of these other guys. Uh, you know, Woj usually is the first that has it. That all of a sudden, you know, he's going to be a, a Laker or a Clipper. He's going back to the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, that guy, I mean, Woj, he's basically become the NBA. I mean, well, it's he's like, all over. He's great. He does. I mean, he does a fantastic job. It it's really like, does. It's unbelievable. Yeah, like it's it, to me. I got to be honest. It's just amazing to me. Yeah, he does. He does do a fantastic. I'm not. I'm not discrediting what he does, but think about what he does. He's got people that just rat things out to him. That's what he does. But that's what reporters are for the most part. They do that. They do that groundwork. It's a lot of work. But at the end of the day, that's what he. That's what he does. He has people that 
you know, as we say in the wrestling business, stooge things off to him. And he gets inside tips, which we love, right? The audience loves it. Uh, fans love, you know, uh, media loves it. Sure, and he does a great job. I'm just saying, like, to me, and it's not just him. It's guys in mainstream sports and pro wrestling. You, you see it in, in, like, with the Hollywood Reporter for acting and, and, mu- and music. Same type thing, people that do this type of stuff. It's just it's funny to me that you can make that kind of, this guy's making a ton of money. <laughs> just having having sources that that are on the down low, you know. It's, yeah, it's crazy, no, and man. he's he's done a he's done a wonderful job of of being able to create, and uh, there's nobody better. I mean, he's the best at what he does, uh, regardless of sport. Um, and it's remarkable the amount of information that he has thrown flowing through him that he is uh, able uh, he's able to put out there uh, for the NBA fan because uh, he's a tremendous asset, and certainly is to ESPN Taz in terms of. Uh, uh, the information that he is able to gather, and I guess if you know you're the Toronto Raptors, you you know you feel good, you know that you know your last team in uh, to pitch Kawhi. I mean, I guess uh, you know I think Kawhi Leonard, as as Red Van Fleet said at the end of the season after they won the championship, you know we really, I mean, we put it all out on the table for him. He understands what our organization is. He understands what we are as a team. Um, you know, we don't really, there's nothing that we have to show him that he doesn't know already. You know, they took care of him. You know, he, uh, you know, he only played 60 games in, uh, the regular season. They managed his workload. Uh, you know, if you're the Toronto Raptors, that would be a, you know, that would be a tough pill to swallow, uh, to see, you know, the best player to ever play for your franchise, walk out the door and go someplace else. But, you know, they, they do have the NBA championship. They do have the Larry O'Brien trophy. Uh, he did deliver year one. I don't know, though, if they're in an advantageous position, the fact that they're the last team to pitch him or sell right, him. Right, right. I, I, don't, I don't know if it plays out like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you, it's riveting st- stuff, though. It's just this, the, the Kawhi watch has been, it's just, it, and, uh, you know, I, you're probably right. It'll probably come to an end, I would think, by next week or the end of this week. I, like I said, I was hoping for yesterday, but... Um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I still, I got to tell you, I, I'm still, I'm still thinking that, that, that it's, it's going to be where he just, where he just played. And that's Toronto. I just feel like he's going to stay there. Uh, but nothing would shock me here. I'm sure it wouldn't shock you either because it's, it's no, I, I mean, I, I think any, any of the three he could go to, I yeah. mean, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Uh, you know, I, I made it perfectly clear. I don't want to have him end up in a Laker uniform. I don't need to see another super team. Um, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily good. I know Ian Thompson, who we had on yesterday, disagrees i think that's you know what the nba is it's not built on parity it's built on the super teams i i think it would be too much i think it would make the regular season inconsequential um why would i tune in then when i'm looking at lebron anthony davis and Kawhi leonard on the same team um why am i gonna be locked in i mean the postseason time i mean i don't care how many games they won in the regular season as long as they made the playoffs i would tell you the lakers are gonna win the championship i mean i it doesn't matter if they're the number one seed number two seed or the number five or six seed, uh, you know, due to load management in the regular season. I'd, I'd bet every last dollar I had in my bank account that the Lakers would win the NBA title uh, and feel pretty good about that, Taz. I don't think that's good for the league. I, I don't think it I don't think it was good for the league when it was, you know, LeBron and against the Warriors right, uh, right. for for three years in a row there. I don't I don't. I don't think that's necessarily a good I, thing. I agree. And yeah. and I don't I don't think him ending up with the Lakers and spreading that talent around um, or not having that talent spread around um, is is a positive for the league. I, I don't, 
you know, I, I know you want to see your stars in the big markets, Taz, but yeah. the Lakers have already got two huge stars and Davis and LeBron James. I don't think they necessarily need a third one to, to hammer that point home. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I, I, I that's why I think it, it just makes the East even look as a 76ers fan, if, if, because that's what I am, if Kawhi leaves. Uh, Toronto, that's great because then the East kind of, you know, uh, Brooklyn's going to be excellent. We know that. But, you know, KD's not going to be playing right away. So, you know, the East could look like the Sixers. But Kawhi with, with, with the Raptors, ugh, that changes things. But I, uh, I'd i almost rather see that competitiveness for my team in the East than see him go and a super team happen with the Lakers. Yeah, and 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 that's the point. I mean, Adam Silver wakes up; he's rooting for him to end up in a Laker uniform. I don't see it. I mean, maybe in Los Angeles with the Clippers, uh, you know, that will certainly help out that franchise. Uh, but you know, he's the face of Toronto basketball right now, and for him to leave the Raptors, then all of a sudden the Raptors take a monumental step back, and you take a team out of the mix in the Eastern Conference as being a contending team. So, I mean, listen, ultimately. There's very little, you know, as compared to other guys that have hit free agency, you know, LeBron, there were rumors rampant, I mean, swirling around uh, when he was initially. There's very little here. Aside from some, you know, heat coming out of the Laker front office, Taz, you hear nothing from Toronto. You hear nothing from the Clippers. I know. know. Um, You don't hear anybody from reporters that are close to those teams. You hear next to nothing from the Lakers, you know, but... Those are also smart moves by those organizations understanding the player that Kawhi Leonard is and the personality that Kawhi Leonard is and making sure that they're not going to have a monumental misstep this late, late in the game. Totally agree. Great point. And and, and that's the thing. They don't want to go. Make they don't want to piss them off. They don't want to piss them off. And, and and you make too much noise, too much static with this guy, with Kawhi. He's not going to be – he's not – he don't want to deal with the drama. He don't want to deal with it. He's just – he's not going to bother with it, <laughs> which is why it's perplexing to me to a kind of a degree that he would even – that he's still considering the Lakers because – you got LeBron, you and you got the Lakers, and you got that woman who owns that team. You got nothing but drama, nothing. The Lakers are all drama, but no, you know, true, I mean, true. Unless the unless the pitch is, you know, this is you have a chance here to join, you know, one of the the great franchises in the history of the association, right? Right. I, I know. You, have, yeah. you know, you have a, you know, we are a cornerstone franchise. When you think about NBA basketball, you think about the Lakers. You don't think about the Raptors. You don't think about the Clippers. You think about this franchise and all the winning that we have done. And, you know, LeBron, you know, maybe the, you know, Magic talking about the history of the Lakers. LeBron, maybe he's given a pitch where he'll take a, a secondary role on the team where, you know, he'll he'll be able to to lean on Kawhi, that it will be his team on the court. LeBron's all of a sudden going to grab all the attention. I mean, it, it, I'm not going to tell you it's not attractive. How, would, how could it not be attractive, Taz, if you have – Guys like Le- of the ilk of LeBron James and Magic Johnson calling you up and and pitching you, yeah, and and selling you on the Lakers. I mean, that's a massive ego stroke. Number one, number two is, uh, you know, who doesn't want to hear those two legendary guys talking about what it would mean for you to join the franchise that either a they represented or b that they played for? Absolutely, and it would definitely stroke your ego to a degree for sure, even to a star the size of Kawhi. But and that that is. That's a big deal. You have people like that coming to you trying to court you to come in uh, and play for them. It is. Uh, but this guy's a, an odd bird, uh, Kawhi Leonard. So, uh, you know, we'll see what he does. I mean, I, 
I could see him being impressed by that and flattered by that, but I, you know, at the yeah. end of the day, his decision's got to be for him, and he knows that. You know what I mean? It's you know, I mean, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, if he does do that, if he goes to the Lakers, and then next thing you know, like for you and I, like oh god, it's going to be nonstop talking about Kawhi and LeBron and the Lakers and AD and ba 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 nonstop. <laughs> it would have to be because well, it's going to be nonstop radio, uh, nonstop TV. They're going to be nonstop polarizing. That's what they're going to be. Well, people are going to want to hear from them um, and want to right, hear right, about them. Right, of I course. mean, there's exactly. no there's no question about that. Tag. Agreed, so agreed. I mean, it, it, the other thing will be ultimately we'll find out afterward what was the what was the reason the decision. You know, when he when he ultimately decides where he ends up, Taz, what was the ultimate motivating factor? Was it to go back to Toronto to repeat as a champion? Was it to join a super team in Los Angeles with the with the Lakers? Was it uh, to to help build a champion in Los Angeles with the Clippers? So right. ultimately, you know, what turned Kawhi to to make his choice about where he wants to play basketball next season and beyond? Yeah, that'll be a fascinating aspect to see. Because those are all on the table now. There's nothing. I mean, everything that Kawhi Leonard needs to make a decision, Taz, is there. Now he just has to make a choice. That's it. Where does he want to go? That's it. And once he does, we'll talk about it right here. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Are you surprised Leonard has not made a decision as of yet? When do you think that decision will come? And where do you think he ultimately plays basketball next season and beyond? We know the three finalists, the Clippers, the Lakers, and the defending NBA champs, the Toronto Raptors. Where would you sign if you were him? 855-212-4227. It's Taz and Moose. It's a hump day. It's a Wednesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's Topher Line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Now, most we've been talking a lot about Kawhi Leonard. You know, where's he going? What's he going to do? He's going to go to Lakers, stay with the Raptors. He's going to go to Clippers. He's a Southern Cal guy. Does he want to go back to California play? Not sure. We've been talking. We're waiting to see. What's the deal? John in Houston, Texas. Listen on 6.50 a.m. You're on with Taz and the Moose. What's up? Good morning, guys. How you guys doing this morning? What's going on, Johnny? What's hey, up, brother? Man. Hey, brother. Hey, so here, here's my thought process. We all know he's a humble guy, but maybe he's looking at the future for himself, uh, specifically for the Lakers. you got an aging LeBron. Um, we know he's probably at the most. He could probably play forever if he wanted to, but maybe LeBron in his head is pitching to him. He's got, you know, two, three years left, and then you've got a – Kawhi and an AD in their prime still, still young enough to run titles, and at that point, another max contract coming in. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, John, it's a, it's a fair point. Good point. I mean, yeah. it, it is. I mean, that's why a, a short-term <clears throat> deal with the Raptors would make more sense, right? Because there's a shelf life to that team when you look at it, right? There's a shelf life to, to Lowry uh, when you look at some of the supporting players. Maybe not so much when you look at a Siakam, certainly a Serge Ibaka, um, but then there's the inherent trust, and then you would have in Masai Ujiri, 
and putting the necessary talent around him. But if he was unsure of that, he could sign a short-term deal in Toronto. You're right. I mean, that's the that's the draw of the Lakers. I mean, you're, the draw of the Lakers is that you know, even as LeBron ages, you've still got a, a young, in his 20s, Anthony Davis that you're going to be pairing up with long-term out there, out there in Los Angeles. But as long as he doesn't mind not being the guy, because he's not going to be the guy with the Lakers. Well, John, no, and I agree. I think you make a really good point. And, um, you know, for, for if LeBron is selling Kawhi on the fact that, hey, this could be your team in a couple of years, this is, uh, you know, hey, you know what, Kawhi, you have your own team right now, and your team, the Toronto Raptors, you just won a championship. You did all that, and that's great. But it's not the legacy franchise that the Lakers are, and it's not where you grew up. If you're LeBron James and you really want Kawhi Leonard, John, to your point, it's not that hard of a sell, right? I'm just, I'm kind of selling myself. Oh no, on right absolutely, there. <laughs> it's, a, it's an easy sell. That's yeah. what, that's what I'm saying, though. Imagine two, three years of all three of them running it right now, getting the continuity in, kind of phasing LeBron to the sideline. You know, excess minutes, not excess minutes, not overkilling himself like he's done for the last umpteen years and then him and ad forming that bond that that cohesiveness and then eventually sprinkling in younger talent throughout the draft in the next three yeah, but four keep, years. keep in mind though too john last year with the raptors load management was a big part of why Kawhi was so successful you know in the postseason so like i was saying to our guest ian thompson yesterday it's kind of, I, in my opinion i think it's kind of tough to do you know pull off a load manager situation with both Two, two of your major stars, if you have three major stars, and if you're pulling that off with LeBron and with uh, Kawhi, that's my only point with that. But I get what you're saying. Oh, no, I agree. I yeah. agree. I see your point on that, yeah. bud. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Right, we appreciate well, the call. And the Thank other you. issue is adding young assets would be they, they trade a lot of those you know future picks, not all of them, but a number of them, uh, away already in the Anthony Davis trade. Um, so, uh, you know, Listen, um, in the short term, I mean, you go out to Los Angeles and, yeah, I mean, it's going to be the rare occasion where you see those guys, not rare, but it's certainly not going to be the majority of the season that you see Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James on the court on the same time. They're going to be taking a number of days off. Uh, If Kawhi Leonard missed 22 games for the Toronto Raptors, I mean, that number is going to be pretty similar um, next year with the if he should sign with the Los Angeles Lakers. But then you get to the trust factor. You know, guys read the papers. They they saw how it all ended with Magic, and I know Magic is 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 back to being you know Magic Johnson and being kind of the uh, the face of the retired Laker and the legendary Laker Taz. But uh, you know the the Lakers define dysfunction at the end of the NBA regular season. You know, which organization do you trust? Do you trust Rob Palenka or do you trust Masai Ujiri in Toronto or do you trust Jerry West? With the Los Angeles Clippers, I mean, who exactly? Where does the trust level here come for an organization? The Lakers are, I, I would say, in in history, in impact, in significance. The Lakers are clearly above all else in terms of being well run. The Lakers are a distant third behind the Toronto Raptors and the Los Angeles Clippers. Right. right. Well, yeah. Again, the Lakers, we're, we're, and you know, it's, we're talking about their past. We're talking about the legacy they've built up for the franchise. But to the point you just made, yeah, no plank they're running the show. You know. No, and all the stuff that happened with Magic. No, it's not. It's 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 been a joke lately. So so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see where Kawhi Leonard does end up. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Your number to call. Bogus is in the house. What's up, Andrew? Good morning, everybody. Here's your report. It is sponsored by Wrangler Outdoor. Pants and shirts made with durable fabrics, moisture management, and UPF 30 protection. Wrangler Outdoor clothing with outdoor credibility and everyday versatility. 
Try them on today. There is no scouting report or advanced metrics for last night. The Angels back on the field roughly 30 hours after losing teammate Tyler Skaggs. They somehow beat the Rangers in Texas 9-4. Cole Calhoun's two-run homer capped off the win. It was just different, you know, and and there's no playbook on how it's supposed to go today and, and how you're supposed to act and react. And But, you know, getting back to the game... Definitely what he would have wanted. But the Angels not the only ones grieving. Cleveland righty Trevor Bauer wrote Skaggs' initials on his hat and in the dirt on the mound in last night's start in KC, which his team eventually won 9-5. And Nats lefty Patrick Corbin wore Skaggs' number 45 in his start against the Marlins. They'd been best friends since the Angels drafted them together back in 2009. Elsewhere last night, the A's topped the Twins 8-6. Minnesota righty Jake Odorizzi Left in the fourth with a blister. He will go on the IL and miss next week's All-Star game. The Mariners down the Cardinals 5-4. The Red Sox were 10-6 winners in Toronto. Two homers and six RBI for Rafael Devers. Five straight Dodgers walked after there were two outs in the ninth inning last night. Two runs came in for a 5-4 stunner over the D-backs. The Pirates took care of the Cubs 5-1. Pittsburgh second baseman Adam Frazier, a three-run homer. He's now 9-for-10 with six extra base hits through the first two games of this series. The Astros, 9-8 winners in Colorado. The Brewers, losers in 10-11, and 11, rather, in Cincinnati 5-4. And the Mets didn't lose to the Yankees. The first oh. pitch, swing and a drive, deep to left, going back Gardner. It's over his head. It bounces off the top of the wall. In to score, Lagares. Cano right behind him. Robo stops at third. And on in second with a two-run double is Michael Conforto. The Mets are leading by a score of 4-2. to two. Howie Rose on Mets Radio. Michael Conforto in a 1-for-24 slump before that tie-breaking two-run double and a three-run eighth. Four to the final over the Yanks, who didn't homer for the first time I wrote 32 years. It was really 32, 32 games. games. It seems all the same anyway. How about Brody sitting with the seven line? I yeah, have that. Was, that. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was like, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. I saw him there right in the front with uh, the guy who runs the seven line. I can't remember his name. Um, seven line. No, no. Seven no, line not. Jones. No, I was actually on their Facebook show once, their Facebook live show. Yeah, it was all right. Did you go to their studio or did you, you nah, Skype in? No, nah, Skype Jones. Yeah, nah. It, yeah. Reportedly, they were very positive to Brody. How exactly could you be positive? Oh, because they want their seats. Yeah, and well, they rip them when, they rip, the they rip them when he's not there. Right, I mean, they well, rip the hell the, out of them. Well, well that, that's the yeah, yeah, that's the point. I mean, but all the reports of the guys that were out there, the reporters that were out there watching Brody interact with the fans, I guess uh, everyone was very, very positive. You give them credit. You know, yeah. the season has been a disaster for the Mets. Um, not last night, Moose. No, not, not last, last night. night. But, <laughs> but you know the. But even before that, do you see who the Yankees signed? Yes, the Martian, the, the, the greatest best international yeah. prospect. Yeah, sixteen-year-old uh, Jason Dominguez. Yeah, two little, S's for those uh, scoring at home. He's a little Mike Trout, a little uh, Roger well, like, Maris, no, maybe like, some Mickey no, Mantle. Mantle, Mantle. Yeah. Mantle. Yeah. They're saying that really. Yeah. No, he said he's basically his speed and power. The combination ran he's, the sixty. In 6.3, the fastest player this year, what is, uh, I think it's Billy Hamilton at 6.2. I don't know. I'm just clicking. So he ran in 6.3. Switch hitter, they said he's the the best best teenage prospect uh, that they've, uh, that scouts have seen in years. The Yankees spent 90% of their international signing bonus money, international money on one player. 
They had five point four million. They spent five point one million or yeah. five million on Jason Dominguez. I'm just glad there's a second teenager. I think I need to root against now in baseball. <laughs> Jared go. Kelnick, who the Mets <laughs> traded for yes. Robinson Cano and Diaz, is, oh, is better than Dominguez. And now Dominguez can't pan out either. Good times. Very nice. Uh, As you guys laid out to start the show, we are still waiting on Kawhi Leonard to pick between the Raptors, the Clippers, and the Lakers. But we do finally know where reserve guard Emmanuel Moutier is going. He's teaming up, as most expected, with veteran forward Jeff Green in Utah. Jared Dudley signing on with the Lakers. And the Sixers have offered Ben Simmons a five-year $170 $170 million max extension. The two sides now reportedly ironing out all the details. The agreement expected to be done before the mid-October deadline. It's a lot of money for a guy who can't shoot. But, like, what are you going to do, though? Like, that's the problem. Like, the, the option well, is not having him. Right. And, yeah, I, 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 you're right about the shooting, Moose. I'm not going to argue that. He's 22 years old. I mean, I, I you know, I mean, I'm kind of like... Uh, I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, as a Sixter fan, but you know, I'm a fan of the kid's play. He's really good, but I, I don't know, man. That's a ton of It coin. always catches me off guard as a Sixers fan. That's me, dude. No, I know. I just That's I me. That's it. exactly but, yeah, but That's me. he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't, he's had years now to work on his shooting, and he doesn't do it. He's 22 years old. It's not like he's 32 years old, but I understand what you're saying years since he's, you Well, know. but he's, yeah, he couldn't shoot going into college. Well, he's doing something right. So, uh... No, I, I get it. I, I understand, but he's easily defensible in, when it comes to the postseason. He doesn't want to shoot. Right. I mean, it, you know, there does come a point in, you know, where when do you, when do you be embarrassed a little bit by the fact that basically you have NBA defenders laying 20 feet off of you when you're behind the three-point arc because they know you can't, you can't shoot? can't sink it, yeah. And yeah. you will not shoot? Yeah, I, I, I mean, wouldn't that, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not telling you you can't. I agree with you. The the Philadelphia 76ers would have no choice. They got to sign them. Right, they right. give them the five for 170. You know that if if he accepts that offer, and all signs are that he will, him and his agent Rich Paul, um, that a contract will kick in after next season. Right, his number right. I think this upcoming year is a tad over eight million dollars. Taz, but. Uh, you know, we've seen other guys improve their shooting stroke just to an extent. I mean, I'm not asking him to become a 40% shooter from behind the arc. Well, it doesn't have to be Craig Hodges. Right, right. But well, he I might mean, be working on it, and, and he might have been working. And it just maybe it's not clicking for him. I mean, you know, they're not going to admit that. not going to say it. I, you know, the guy's a pro athlete. I don't think that he's not going to work at People I talk to say so he doesn't work at it. Oh, come on. Really? They're saying I'm that? Yes. Are these people that are in the gym with him in Philadelphia? They, they know people I know that know. They right. say he does not. That. He does not work at at it like they like he should work at it. No, mm. you mm. know, he, and and that's a that would be a problem for me. I, I would look. I because I know it. We had Ian Thompson on yesterday. Taz, remember? He's yeah. like he's got the ugliest shooting stroke yeah, in the did, NBA. Yeah, no, I remember. He's got to go back to ground zero and rework it. I'm not saying that has to happen all in one offseason, Taz. But you know, you've had four years. <laughs> I understand. Maybe James Harden has a shooting camp in the summer. He can go to Maybe, it, right. like for high school yeah. kids. Or like Akeem Olajuwon <laughs> had the big man's camp, right? Yeah, he that. used to pay him twenty five grand for like three weeks. Go down yeah. there, and you teach him the dream shake. Just that's good a, idea. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I'm Ben from Philly. Yeah, yeah, hi, Ben from Philly. I'm just a, know, I'm just a tall high school junior. You know, he's dating one of the Kardashians, right? Uh, well, he, a, I, yeah, a see, I believe he is. Yeah, he's dating is. the model. Was at one point? Yeah, maybe they've broken up at this stage. I don't know. Oh, no more. I, he was for, none of our business. for a large. Yeah, I think <laughs> there was some concern maybe about three weeks ago whether or not they were still together. Oh. Uh, do you have sources on that, Moose? Or no, just I on do not. Shooting? What you okay, guy tell not. you about that? No, I do not. I do not have it on. The, but I do know this: he doesn't work at his shooting All like right. he should. 
Uh, sounds and like it's her fault? No, it's not her <laughs> fault. I'll but, report that. But I will say this. If you want to, you know, there is something about work ethic. I mean, you, you do. Michael Jordan didn't come in. LeBron James wasn't a great outside shooter. Jason Kidd wasn't a great outside shooter. They got better as their years went along here. You look at, at Ben Simmons. I mean, he can't he can hit a 15-footer if his life. To, he won't take it. Right, he's not You're, confident in himself. He right? won't take yeah. it. Yeah, he won't do it. He will not yeah. shoot the basketball. Like that's that's astonishing. You're just think how good you have to be at all other phases of basketball to be getting a five year, hundred and seventy million dollar contract, right? At his size, Taz. Yeah. If you if you think about how talented he is in all other phases to get that kind of a contract offer, when we know shooting dominates in the NBA, and he can't shoot. Yeah. No. It's- <laughs> like, think about that. Yeah, like, no, he, it's, it's he can't, the thing that dominates the NBA is shooting the three and outside shooting. Ben Simmons can't shoot, and the 76ers are still giving him a five-year, $170 million contract. Yeah. He is off the charts ridiculous in all other phases. Right, As right. a defender, getting to the rim, rebounder, right. vision on the court, all other phases. He's just got to be able to just give me a 17-footer. Right, I'm not right. asking you to drain a 25-footer. I'm not right. asking you to hit 30-footers. Just give me a 17-footer that you can consistently hit. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, well, you know what? Look, what I'm saying is like, yeah, and I'm not saying I don't believe your sources that he's not working at it. If he's not working at it, then Shame on Simmons. I mean, you know, but all I my only point was that sometimes, uh, even if it's a pro athlete, someone could work at something and just it just they just might not be good at that one phase, no matter what it is. That could happen. That can happen. Um, you know, as an athlete, physically, I'm telling you, I know that from wrestling. There's certain things that I tried to do in the ring and I worked at and I couldn't do, no matter how much I worked at it, and I just, so I didn't do it in front of the public. So what are you laughing at? Oh, in my ear. I'm sorry. Well, I'm in the middle of, a, of commentary here. You yeah, that's why. I, I'm sorry. I forgot my mic was on. And I was laughing at Mike. God. Sorry to interrupt. That's Shut up. Well, it's like I'm in the middle of like sharing yeah. like personal information about my own I career apologize. and my shortcomings as an athlete. And you're just like, <laughs> shame on me. Yeah. It's like laughter. No, I mean, what I, the hell but, was that? Uh, well, that? That was out of line. It really uh, was, dude. You know, but <laughs> you look at and it. And then he laughs again, dude. He said, you was out of line. And he's like, oh, it sorry. It was an accident. But oh, sorry. He, he meant he didn't mean any harm. It was by accident. Yeah. Was, but I, I will say Simmons, though, athletically, Taz, you know, the talent is there for him to be. He's just got to. The fact that he's not revamped that shooting stroke in four or five years. It shows that he's never going to be a good shooter. No, it shows that that's what he, I mean to you. Well, I think that's the, the well, point you're making. The point being is that it, that should have been done already. No, I yeah, mean yeah. you know that you yeah. should have. I would be embarrassed. Yeah, might I be. mean as a competitor, I would be embarrassed. I, I would be the fact that guys, you know, that, that that know you can't shoot, but maybe he's got people around him saying, "Listen, you don't need to do it. Look at the money that's coming in, <laughs> or you know, deal. you really want to spend all that time in the gym." But that will, that's what makes the great ones great. All right, the that full, full well rounded and everything. That's no, what I, I, I the know. guys that are driven, right? Yeah. I, I can't hit guys free throws. Work no matter what, I can't hit free throws. I'm going to shoot a thousand free yeah. throws a day throughout the course of the summer. I can't hit an outside jumper. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to get a shooting stroke. I'm going to rework. I'm going to put the necessary work, even with all the success and money that's come my way. That's what makes the great ones great. That'd be disappointed. I'd be disappointed at some point in time because it's going to come back to haunt the Sixers, Taz. Because you need him to start to shoot the ball from the outside. Because losing Redick, that's a huge loss to you guys in Philadelphia. Massive loss for sure. All right, Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 
Torres and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to ask the pros. Will you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts? Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Submit your question. Be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. It is Taz and the Moose with you here. You know, see that Drake is going to also make a pitch to Kawhi Leonard. You hear that? Oh, God, I did hear that. That, If I was Drake, I'm I'm sorry, if I was Kawhi, that would make me not want to stay. I mean, (laughs) I'd run. You know, uh, where's the Lakers? I'm, where's the first flight out to L.A.? Right. I'd be Gonski. Yeah, that yeah, guy wanted that to does, stay. Yeah, but I mean, it's so wait, know, Toronto on. pulling out all the stops. Oh, right? Wait, Moose, hold on. So yeah. the Lakers, they got LeBron James uh, and or Magic Johnson or Kobe, whoever, selling Kawhi for argument's sake to come to the Lakers. But Toronto is going to have the Drake. Come on. Well, they're, well, they're, they're going to have other guys, too. No, I mean, the Raptor I mean, fans are annoyed I mean, right being now. A wise like, yeah, I know you are. I know. But, yes, I mean, yeah, you're right. It doesn't It doesn't add up, right? No, it, doesn't it doesn't add up in any way, shape, or form. Oh, we're going to break It's not all of a sudden that's going to put you over the top either. I mean, here from uh, Drake. The, oh. the Raptors know what they're going to do. I agree. I, I, I think it would be better left undone. All but right. if you're Toronto, you want to do whatever you can do, no? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't want to. Get, I don't want. I'm make sure we go to break. No, we're we're gonna hit break. We're the okay, music's gonna sing right. out, even if we're still talking. We can just keep going. We can just keep going. We'll be back in a little, few we'll minutes anyway. Right. Don't matter. We'll come right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.